Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, December 28th. It was a good Monday in the McIntyre household. Started Monday with a little Dan Patrick show action with Jeff Schwartz. We had a fun topic on NFL quarterbacks in the offseason that um, I don't know if Rob G was listening. Probably not. You know, he has a family. Um, but I think he's going to like it when I spring it on him here in a few minutes. Um and then I went and did the gambling show with Cowherd, and then I watched my son's fantasy team <laughs> prevail over uh, barely o- over his opponent, who had the Miami Dolphins defense, which had one of the craziest defensive showings I've seen in prime time in a while. The Cowboys were good Sunday night. They had the punt re- punt block for touchdown. They had to intercept the thick six by Demarcus Lawrence, and then the Saints basically just upstaged them. 
because they threw Ian Book out to the Wolves, and Miami just went absolutely bananas. And they just, I mean, I think they sacked him nine times, eight or nine. And I saw a couple stats that are absolutely staggering. Okay, number one. I, I, I mean, I knew the offensive line was bad, but the New Orleans Saints in the fourth quarter were down to their eighth tackle on the depth chart. Eighth. They had a stat that the Saints have had more players start games than anyone in NFL history this year. 57. I mean, it's bad. It's bleak. They're probably done. Um, Ian Book's like second career NFL pass was a pick six. And I think the Saints defense had like 27 points in fantasy. So anyways, my son survived. But here is the craziest stat that you will hear today. Notre Dame quarterbacks have lost 23 straight starts in the NFL. 23! The last win was by Brady Quinn in 2012. Fox Sports Radio's Brady Quinn uh, and Fox's Brady Quinn. Um, Is that not the craziest? Rob G., I don't even know how to – I can't name the NFL quarterbacks who were from Notre Dame in in, in between that time. Is You think – um, no, I was going to say uh, the the little white guy who was like a highly touted recruit. Jimmy Clausen, think he's in there? Oh, jeez, Jimmy Clausen. Jimmy Clausen. He might have been before that. Thousand Oaks finest Jimmy Clausen. Yeah, that guy's a high school legend. Exactly. Um, uh, uh, who else is there? The guy who played for the Packers for a hot second. Um, oh, oh the, the black quarterback. Yes. Played for the Packers. Yes, oh, yes, my gosh. I, I forgot his name. his name. That just tells you how far things have come, you know, in Notre Dame quarterback history. When Brady Quinn, who's a great guy, I know Brady a little bit. He texts me every now and again, usually work related. But if he's the last, usually he, I can't. Usually I can't come on straight fire. Sorry today. We haven't no, had him it, on. It, have it's we? it's usually something like, "Hey, my microphone's not working. Can I test it in the studio?" Uh, sure. I'm not the guy you would talk to about that, but sure, you can go ahead and <laughs> test it in the studio. Um, yeah. I mean, that's gosh. I mean, Notre Dame has this history of being, you know, a football powerhouse, and even you know. Say what you want about them being overrated, which I think is kind of true. Brian Kelly has had them winning 10-plus games for, what, like a decade? And you mean to tell me that they haven't produced a single NFL-caliber quarterback that entire time? It's wild. It's crazy. It's a crazy stat. Um, And now Ian Book. I don't know. I mean, that's one of those performances where, like, the Dolphins were ready for everything. They were just pouncing. And again, Ian Book had no offensive line. He had no weapons. It kind of makes you think, like, damn. Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill are, are kind of good. Like, I guess they're serviceable NFL players because Ian Book did not look like one. But I know, I know you guys are here for the Miami Dolphins takes because, oh, Jay Mack, you got you to gotta come on and, and give some props to the Dolphins. They've won seven straight. They started out, what was it, one and seven, Rob? Something like that. You got you to give them some shine. Give, give them their flowers. No, I do not. Have you guys seen the list of teams and quarterbacks that they beat? I'm not even kidding. It, it's just such chicken shit that on the um, the graphic, you know, for Monday Night Football, they hype this up as if, oh my goodness, what a run from Miami. Historic. Look at them. They're dominating. The defense is stepping up. Here are the Miami opponent quarterbacks during this seven-game winning streak. Ian Book. Before that, Mike Glennon. Cam Newton. Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> and of course, 
The one quasi-impressive win was against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. That being said, Lamar was in a funk. The game was on a Thursday night. You know, the Thursday night games are wacky. You haven't faced a top 20 quarterback during this stretch. And you want me to give Miami? You want me? This is like my my moment where Vin Diesel. Do you remember the? Okay, yes, I'm going to reference Fast and the Furious. It's the only one, the first one. So, um, what, what do they call? Uh, what's his name? The guy who died. Uh, come on, Rob. Paul Walker. Paul Paul Walker. Paul Walker rolls up early in the movie to race, and he ends up like blowing his car out and losing to Vin Diesel and Vin Diesel comes out of the car and Paul Walker's like, I almost had you. He's like, you almost had me. And then he puts his arm down. He's like, you thought you had me. The Miami dolphins think they're good. That's what I'm saying right now. We don't know. That's the fact. We don't know if the Miami dolphins are good. Are you kidding me? You beat those garbage quarterbacks, those backups. And you want me to give them props. Come on guys. You're better than that. Next up, Ryan Tannehill. Can they get that done on the road? That's kind of a big game. Ryan Tannehill, former Dolphin, now with the Tennessee Titans, coming off the win against San Fran. A.J. Brown is back, so we'll get the A.J. Brown-Xavian Howard matchup. That's good. I I was just not over. I'm sorry. I was not overly impressed by Tua. Waddle's a nice player, had a good game. Um, he should take advantage of a Tennessee secondary that's nothing great. Um, I mean, Debo Samuel went absolutely ape shit on those guys. So, yeah, Waddle should have a good game. I like Kaseki. I mean, I like Miami. I was rooting for them. I bet the hell out of them. I teased them. Easy money. Um, I guess my issue with this Saints team is, like, where do you go from here? And this is where I, I think, like, the interesting topic is, Rob, is, like, what do the Saints do to get a quarterback? Do they just say, you know what? We were all right with Jameis. Let's bring Jameis back. We'll do the Jameis with the Taysom Hill backup, and we're going to give it a go. Do they do that? Or, you know, we had Albert Breer on the Dan Patrick Show one day, um, and he said that, you know, there's a world where Sean Payton can convince a stud quarterback to come in and say, listen, we can win. We've got... Really good trenches. I mean, not now because everybody's hurt. We're strong offensive line, strong defensive line, good cornerback. Um, you just need a couple weapons. And then my question was, all right, fine. Russell Wilson, come on down. Sure, whatever. How the hell are they going to afford him? They're so far over the cap. It's like snap our fingers and we're just bringing Russell Wilson. I don't know how that works. Now, you can get creative as hell if you want with the cap, right? You can, um, you know, defer money and... and uh, restructure deals like it and things can be done but this idea that the saints are going to add a star quarterback i think they end up just trotting out Jameis winston rob next year he wasn't awful i will admit i was wrong about Jameis. he looked serviceable and you'd think he comes back healthy from the injury i don't know rob i think i think the saints will be all right next year uh i mean Look, you mentioned the salary cap in the NFL is kind of fugazi. You know, you can manipulate however you want. Jerry Jones and the Rams are living proof that if you want to make it work, you can make it work. However, entering the 2022 season, if they before they make any moves, do you know how much cap space that the New Orleans Saints have entering 2022? Uh, negative 10 million? Negative 61 million. Ah! 
<laughs> like I, I don't know how you do that. You know, like Marshawn Lattimore cap hit twenty seven million. Michael Thomas twenty four. Ryan Ramchek twenty three. Cameron Jordan twenty two. On and on and on. It just it's all bad. Now I'm sure that they can re-sign these guys, restructure, you know, work a little magic to make it happen. Maybe there'll be some cuts out there that you know we're not anticipating right now. But I think what it's ultimately going to come down to, and this is stupid coming out of my mouth, but I got to say it, is Taysom Hill. When they signed him to that funky hybrid contract that could be worth <laughs> anywhere between 40 and $95 million, I think that they did it with the intention of giving him every opportunity to win the starting quarterback kick. And I think that unless Jameis Winston comes back on a minimum deal again, which the only way I see that happening is if he's not fully recovered from that knee injury, because I thought he played much better than a minimum quarterback, you know, early on in the season, they're going to have to ride or die with Brady Papinga's favorite player all time, Taysom Hill, and hope that he can show more than just flashes and show that he can be a legitimate starting NFL quarterback. I think that's where, their their hopes are going to begin and end with Taysom Hill. You know, I, I I brought this up, I think, a couple weeks back, but Matt Ryan is a name that's interesting. Now, it's highly unlikely he gets dealt in the division. But you remember last year, well, I guess technically this calendar year, Matt Stafford went to the Lions and said, yo, guys, this has run its course. Can you trade me, please? Oh, you can? Thank you. And they traded him. Can Matt Ryan try to pull that off? And where would he want to go? Because New Orleans is going to need a quarterback, but I can't imagine that Atlanta is going to do some deal with New Orleans in the division that doesn't make a ton of sense unless you're getting a King's ransom, and I don't think you're getting that for Matt Ryan, do you? No, I mean, look, whatever you can get from Matt, Matt Ryan's still a decent quarterback. You know, I think any team looking for a spot starter like New Orleans would make a lot of sense. The problem, though, is, you're gonna this team that they have now with this fantastic defense, which I know that they didn't, you know, really lock down to. I still think it's a great defense in New Orleans. You know, they're gonna have to lose a couple of guys. There's no way you can restructure negative sixty one million dollars in cap space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to lose at least one or two high end players on that defense and hope you can replace them with rookies or draft picks. So I don't know if there's any reasonable way that they can get a big name quarterback because those guys are all going to have a big time price tag to go with it. That's the the issue. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something... I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Other quarterback news, Jimmy Garoppolo. It was announced he has a UCL tear in his thumb. Uh, not good. There is a chance we get Trey Lance. Yes, trigger Trey Lance Sunday against the Houston Texans. Now, I don't know if Trey Lance is close to ready, but if he ain't ready for the Houston Texans and he looks awful and they lose that game, I mean, I can't imagine. They were 15-point favors with Garoppolo. I can't imagine it's too much of a drop-off. And you got the full week to prepare. Um, You know, actually, they've probably known about this Jimmy G injury, right? I'm assuming that he didn't show up Monday and said, hey, guys, can we get an x-ray on my thumb? If that feels bad, we played Thursday, you know? So Trey Lance will have plenty of packages ready for action. But the injuries just keep coming to the NFL. It is brutal out there right now. Rams who were looking awesome with Daryl Henderson at running back. I know Sony Michelle showed well. Henderson going to the IR, out probably four to five weeks, meaning he's likely to miss a playoff game. And Cam Akers, 
who tore his Achilles in, I think, August or July? Cam Akers may play this weekend, which is, listen, I don't see the insistence to rush him back. Cam Akers is a dynamic player, was awesome at FSU, um, has a high, uh, bright future in the NFL, but like, why are you rushing him back from an Achilles? It's like, oh, Derrick Henry's coming back. Oh, really? You want to rush Derrick Henry back? Really? To do what? Win in week 17? So, so you could one playoff game and jeopardize the guy's career? I mean, Derrick Henry has been a boss. And all of a sudden, you're going to rush him back for a, for a first-round playoff game? These injuries are really taking their toll on the league. Um, I don't know, Rob. I, it's, it's a little disappointing to me. I mean, not as disappointing as all the bowl games being canceled. Psych! <laughs> I mean, Rob, are you monitoring this bowl game stuff? It's like games are get dropping left and right. There's supposed to be five bowl games today. We'll see what happens. All I know is they better put Alabama... Cincinnati, Georgia, and Michigan in a bubble. Like, I guess it would have to be starting over the weekend. You cannot have any of the big dogs miss this game. That would suck. The whole college football season unravels because of COVID the week of the game because you guys had to take a friggin' month off. College football pisses me off. Can you tell, Rob? I just a little. I, I can tell. You know, before we actually started recording this morning, I was actually reading up on some of the websites to see what was going on for that specific topic, you know, because everything is getting shut down. Um, I don't think anybody got a worse deal than, than what was it, Memphis, who mi- skipped Christmas, flew out to Hawaii for the Hawaii Bowl, only for Hawaii to cancel the bowl game. So they, well, they wait a minute, wait a minute. How's that bad? You get stuck in Hawaii without yeah, but it's not like you get football. to do anything. What? What? Why not? What are they gonna? How much money do these kids have? I'm assuming their families are there with them, right? No. How many, how many, how many parents can, can, cause I know that this idea that, you know, when it's a road trip that all the parents can fly and they they can come, but they still got to pay for tickets. They still got to pay for airfare. I mean, it's a, this is a once in four years experience. You got, you can't tell me you're going to let your 20 year old kid go to Hawaii and you're not going to try to get it. (laughs) Or or the the other one, which is kind of funny, um, was the barstool sports bowl. The one that they sponsored where one team had to pull out due to COVID and I, I believe if I read it correctly, rather than the other team waiting for replacement, they got offered to replace another bowl that offered more money, so they just left altogether. So, <laughs> so I, didn't, I didn't follow this. So Barstool had one team pull out, and instead of waiting to replace that team, the team that was left just left the bowl? Yeah, and they went to a different bowl, because a different bowl had to replace another team, and they were offering more money than the Barstool <laughs> Bowl was. So what they a left. joke. Oh my gosh! Like, okay, so quickly, let me go back to the. Or do you have more on college? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, oh, I did oh, read you. that um, Georgia got there, I believe, on Monday of this week. So or, or yeah, or Monday morning. So they've already been there for several days. Or excuse me, oh, Sunday morning. Geez. Excuse me. They've been there several days. They, one of the defensive linemen was quoted as saying, "We're staying in a COVID hot spot. So even when it's time for us to do things, we don't leave the hotel. We have a players only lounge that we kind of have just been spending." All day and all night, all of our free time in. They said when we first got in, they did a little boat party dinner for the team. Other than that, they haven't done anything. So can you imagine? I mean, I know that these are college athletes and they're high-end you know, players, great team, Georgia. Can you imagine being 20, 21 years old? You're prepared for the biggest game of your life up until this point. They fly you out to Miami because this is the college football playoff. We want to we shower you with gifts and make you feel good. And you spend the 96 hours before the game stuck in your hotel. 
hole up, a rop. Okay. Well, how many players do you think made the trip down? What, like 90, 95, 95 maybe? Something like that, yeah. I, I don't know if the walk-ons travel. How many of those guys know, man, I ain't playing. I'm going to go play in Miami. <laughs> I'm going to go have some fun. Uh, listen, if guys tried to sneak women into the bubble back in August, the NBA bubble, remember Daniel House? Oh, yeah. Why do you think a college kid wouldn't even try to upgrade that? And just be like, sneak them in. I'm going out. Uh, the risk would obviously be great, and the guy would be ostracized. But so what? Like, can you imagine the, the six-string uh, left tackle, or you know, or the kicker, you the know, kicker, going out oh. and, and and bringing back the Omicron to the Georgia oh, and and wiping out the whole yeah. offensive line ahead of the playoffs. Yeah, it, yeah it's. I mean, it's. It I just sucks for these kids, about man. COVID no more. Yeah, it does. It it's just awful. sucks. It just really um, sucks. All right, quickly to go back to the NFL because I'm not done with the injuries. Uh, Miles Sanders, broken hand. That guy, I've had him, I, I mean, you guys play fantasy, you know Miles Sanders. Every year he's like a boom-bust guy. Every year with me, it's bust city. Um, so he's probably out for a couple weeks if the Eagles make the playoffs. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, also another injury-prone dude. Looks like, sounds like he's going to be out this week for the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs have a huge game against the Bengals. Now, did you see, Rob, that Brandon Allen, the backup quarterback, of the Cincinnati Bengals is in COVID protocols. Last week, Uh-oh. Joey B, Joey Burrow, said, "There's nothing to do in Cincinnati. Nobody's going out. You just don't, nobody, nobody. You're not going to get COVID." The backup quarterback got it. If Burrow has it and has to miss this friggin' game, it, it, it would. You know, it would be a little bit funny. A little. I know I shouldn't laugh at COVID, but come on. The guy said last week, "No, there's nothing to do in Cincinnati." And the backup is now on. I mean, we've seen this throughout the league the last couple of weeks. If one of the quarterbacks gets it, unless the quarterback room is like outside, which I'm assuming isn't the case anywhere, maybe in L.A. Hey, Kirk Cousins um, was asking for an outside uh, quarterback room. Remember that before the season? Oh, he that's said, right. He said, I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to have meetings outside. And it's like, well, yeah, How okay. funny is it also that the, like, the Colts are being ravaged by COVID now and Carson Wentz, unvaccinated. And he's skating free. He's got the Lord on his side, man. Him and Kirk Cousins. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. yes. You got to understand that. All right. So we're going to have a slightly abbreviated schedule for the week. I'll be doing some traveling. Yes, I have to actually see family. I can't just, you know, record podcasts, watch NFL, gamble on sports all day. Um, So we will – I'm not exactly sure what the schedule will be, but we'll definitely be back Friday to preview the NFL. Although, like, who knows? Even by Friday, are we going to have a definitive word on COVID? And we'll obviously preview the college football games later in the week. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The one topic I did want to get out of the way is this quarterback um, musical chairs, if you will. I'm going to say a quarterback. Rob, I want you to say if he stays or leaves. Okay? I'm ready. Um, Aaron Rodgers. And then I want we're going to have A, they win the Super Bowl. B, they do not win the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's like losing the second round, AFC, NFC title game, whatever. Is Aaron Rodgers staying or leaving? Okay, so I get two answers that if he wins and if he loses. Yeah, A and then B, yeah. Okay, if they win the Super Bowl, he stays. If they lose, he leaves. I would say leave, leave. Wow. I think, he, I think okay. he's definitely gone. Uh, that's not any inside information, but I look around at LeBron James, leaves, gets wins with LA, gets even more shine. Tom Brady leaves New England, goes to Tampa, wins the Super Bowl, even more shine. Leaving is like the cool thing to do. And Aaron Rodgers, 
I, I just wonder how much he loves Lafleur getting all this respect. All people want to talk about is Lafleur. Oh, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Oh my gosh, look at Lafleur. Uh, he's got forty wins already. That's like never been done by a coach in the first three. Uh, when are we going to admit that if Lafleur has Jordan Love for the next two years, he's a five hundred coach? We don't know that Lafleur's good. That, I mean, this idea that he's automatically awesome. He has an all-time great. Rob, what are people missing here? I mean, uh, again, I do, I'm not totally sold on LaFleur. Uh, by the way, he tried to lose the last two games with abysmal fourth quarters against the Ravens and the Browns. They barely held on. What, what, I just I don't get I'm kind of over this LaFleur hype. I think Rodgers is gone either way. See, my only thing of why I think he could stay is because, you know, you said coming in, or after last season, well, it's clear that Brady won the divorce with Belichick. You know, he he has the last laugh. He has the hot new wife. He, he's winning in life, and you're over here struggling. Aaron Rodgers, I think he's going to win a back-to-back MVP. He's being showered with love and ador- admiration because of what he's doing on the field, breaking Brett Favre's records, got the best team in football. Everybody knows that this guy is awesome. To, to your point, he is the reason they're winning all these games. Not Matt LaFleur's offense. It's not Aaron Jones in the running game. It's not... You know, the defense, which has been a lot better than I expected, it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And once you took him off that team, you saw how horrible they are. Shout out to Jordan Love and his parents sitting on the top last row of the stadium against Kansas City. I think that when all this season is over, I'm assuming that they win the Super Bowl again, you're going to have so many people say, "This look what Aaron Rodgers did. Look what Aaron Rodgers did. That I know they don't have an owner, but whoever that Mark Murphy is, the CEO, is going to say there is absolutely no way we can let this guy go now. I don't care if we have to eat the remainder of Brian Gutekunst's contract. I don't <laughs> care if we have to turn him into our traveling secretary. We are not losing a back-to-back MVP coming off a Super Bowl championship. It's not going to happen. I like the optimism. Um, I'm not buying it, but I do like the optimism. All right, let me go two other quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, stay or leave? Now, he doesn't have as easy of a choice. He would have to demand a trade, but he kind of sort of did that last year. Yeah, he's gone. He's he's out. He's, he's already looking for penthouses in New York. Uh, I, I don't think there's any way that Well, Russell I don't know. Wilson you say New York, Seattle. but the New York media just said, according to sources, meaning you know the owner must have leaked it, that... Daniel Jones and Joe Judge are coming back, which to me is a shocker. Um, I, I don't know why you'd announce that before the team plays Philly and then gets their teeth kicked in 34-10. They started Jake from Jake from State Farm, I think, Jake Fromm, and he got pulled at the third quarter, um, and then Mike Glennon came in, and Mike Glennon did what Mike Glennon usually does, which is nothing. And they're like, oh, well, it's fine. It's going to be fine next year with Joe Judge. And um, Daniel Jones, it's going to be fine. You know, Kenny Galladay came to New York because he wanted an opportunity, you know, to be a receiving star. Uh, Rob, I'll give you a guess. How many touchdown receptions for Kenny Galladay, the high-priced acquisition that was supposed to help Daniel Jones make the jump to light speed? <sighs> two. Ooh. Um, I'm sorry. You said two? <laughs> I said two. <laughs> I was trying to contain the laughter. Kenny Galladay, 12 games, zero touchdowns. Oh, God. Come on, Kenny. Dude, they don't have a receiver with 500 yards. That's terrible. Galladay's at 499. Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram. I mean, 
this team's not good. Okay, so if it's not the New York Giants, where's he going? Carolina? Carolina on his mind? No, I, I think it's going to be a big market team. I think that Mr. Unlimited wants the marketing opportunities. Mr. His, Unlimited? His, his wife, mean? you know, I think she has uh, ambitions of being a pop star yet again because I think oh. she willingly gave it up to be a, a mother, which is admirable. But, you know, the Philadelphia? Reality, maybe. I mean, I don't know if maybe. I, I see. I think I that whole well I though. think that report with Daniel Jones um, was more like a. Hey, in case we can't get anybody, be prepared that this guy's coming. He's coming back. That's what I think it was. Uh, you know, I mean, Seattle, 5-10. and 10. It's over. Seattle has as many wins as the Chicago Bears. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's bad. That is awful. Um, I guess the, the last quarterback, my guy, injured Jimmy G, uh, there was a report that um, Garoppolo could, I mean, oh no, wait, I think I, th- I said Pittsburgh on the pod yesterday. There was a report that he could be looking elsewhere. Um, I don't, is he in demand? I mean, it, eventually Derek Carr is going to get on this list. You know that Rob? Yes. Unfortunately. I don't know what their game plan is. They have no coach. They have no, um, no quarterback. If, if they lose Carr, I, I don't know how attractive that job is if you don't have a quarterback or is it attractive? Cause you can pick a quarterback and then maybe you think you get a package deal with, ex-coach and Russell Wilson or coach and Jimmy G or whoever. See, you know, I, I actually think that Jimmy G is going to be back in San Francisco next year. I think that Trey Lance is Jordan Love 2.0. I think oh, that if he was ready, he would already be playing. But he's not. And, and we've talked about this before. We talked about it last week when Jimmy G had that, I think it was an 8-for-8 eight eight start and then promptly was became the reason why they lost the game to Tennessee. That would hurt. You know, um, about it. yeah, it's just, I mean, Trey Lance has played what 10 games of meaningful football in like three years or something like some stupid stat like that. He's thrown, I think it, it was something like, that's uh, right. He took the year off. I yeah. About that. And then he played, he played one game and then that was their whole season, you know, at, at North Dakota state. So I think that his upside I'm sure is tremendous. He's physically gifted, but I told, I think I told you before on this pod that there are reporters in the Bay Area who have said that at Niners practice that he looked like he was regressing as a quarterback from where he was at training camp. You know, training camp he was lighting it up every other day. There was a oh yeah a new viral video of him throwing sixty yard touchdown passes. But they're like, you know, you can't be a one trick pony in the NFL. You can't just be a zone read, throw a deep kind of guy. You know, you got to be able to win from the pocket and. I think that, um, you know, part of it could be that Shanahan didn't emphasize developing him as much because he also wanted to win games. I think he was tired of you having that. Win. I mean, Shanahan's under 500. Exactly. I think, I think I think yeah. he read the headlines about himself and, and how horrible his record was outside of one magical Super Bowl run. And so I think he knew that Jimmy G gave him the best chance to win. So he put all his eggs in the Jimmy G basket. And maybe that's why Trey Lance didn't develop at the rate that, you know, many had hoped he would. But I would not be surprised at all, especially if they make the playoffs, if Jimmy G is back in San Francisco next season. I know a lot of people will be like, what about Deshaun Watson, Jason? What about the-? No, I'm not doing that. I'm just not. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not doing the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, maybe later in the week or when there's a real update about Deshaun Watson. All right. Um, I also got to give a shout out to my guy, Matt, and his son Donovan won my son's other fantasy football league. They needed Jalen Waddell to deliver on Monday Night Football, and he did. Pretty crazy comeback. They had the Dallas defense Sunday night. 
and Jalen Waddell, uh, great comeback. So I got to give Matt and Donovan a shout out. Well done, gentlemen. And our first uh, fantasy league. My son's in two. Yes, I signed him. I got him in both fantasy. Come on. Come on. I'm a sports dad. I've got to do that. All right, guys. Um, very unlikely to be a pod Wednesday, but Thursday, TBD, Friday, faux show. We'll talk to you then. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.